markets themselves have been a little bit different. Have you guys approached them any differently in sort of, you know, how you go looking at vendors and things like that because of, you know, everything that's come out of this pandemic and just how the market has changed? Just like our our members and, and retailers out there, they've had to adapt over the years. And so our teams had to adapt. Re-understanding the importance of face-to-face. Are you guys seeing that at market too? Like, is it the impact of those meetings or the face-to-face interactions? Are, are you kind of noticing that too as, as they sort of get back to what they were? Absolutely believe that's happening, Rob. I think just sitting face-to-face with manufacturer partners, with retailers, with us, it's been a lot more productive. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. The first couple of months of the calendar year are always super busy in the furniture and bedding space, uh, particularly for our, our merchants in that space and, and the F&B team here at Nationwide Marketing Group. And uh, not to be surprised, uh, you know, it took this long to get them onto the Independent Thinking Podcast, but uh, had quite the, the time. And as, you know, as we were doing it too, just more, you know, evidence that it, it was busy. Mike Darrow, our uh, VP in F&B um, had to take the call from an airport because he's traveling around meeting with vendors and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, nice to get him and Jeff Rose uh, onto the the podcast to talk about everything they've been doing. Obviously, you know, starting the year traveling to Las Vegas for the, the new showroom there that Nationwide Marketing Group has. And um, then obviously primetime right after that. And coming off just a couple weeks ago now, um, they were at High Point Market. So nice to catch up with them, talk about the the differences in those experiences and what they got out of you know everything from Las Vegas to, to primetime to obviously most recently High Point and um, just the, the changes in the industry over these last couple of weeks, couple of months and uh, you know years obviously as well. So um, cool to catch up with them and, and hear about the trends that they're following, some of the opportunities that exist for members in this space beyond just product too, you know, opportunities in marketing and uh, getting the, the name of your store out there and, and all that sort of good stuff as well. So um, a, a fun catch up as always, love chatting with our F&B uh, team here at Nationwide and, and being able to share some of their insights with you on the podcast. So let's just dive into it. This is Jeff Rose and Mike Darrow here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and I I feel blessed today because I I don't have just one member of our F and B team. I've got two members of the F and B team, and that's yes, two double double the fun here today with uh, Mr. Jeff Rose and and Mike Darrow, uh, the the guys at, at the helm of our furniture and bedding division here in Nationwide Marketing Group, and uh, Jeff joining from home, Mike joining from the road. I appreciate you guys, you know, matter where you are, taking some time to to chat with us. Anything for you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the invite, Rob, as always. Thank you. No, absolutely. And uh, I, I know we're just coming off of, we're going to dive right into it because there's lots to catch up on with you guys. Um, I know you're always busy, always on the road. I, I think back to around primetime, you went into primetime having just traveled to Las Vegas market, right? It was Vegas market and then primetime. And now you're turning around and you, 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 you've just had high point market as well. So you, I, I mean- Lots going on in the space first half of the year. What's it been like? And we'll, we'll kick it to you first, Mike. What's it been like these first couple of months of uh, 2022 for you? Yeah, so it's been really busy and uh, busy for a lot of good reasons, right? So the consumer demand is still pretty strong in the furniture space. And as you know, High Point is really a furniture-driven market. 
as opposed to where Las Vegas market is maybe more focused on the mattress side of it. Um, but the furniture space in general in 2022 has continued a strong trend that we saw in 2021, driven by a lot of the COVID factors, right, and benefits. Um, but this market was really busy, not maybe not to the pre-pandemic levels as far as foot traffic, but the majority of the manufacturing spaces we walked into were jammed with retailers and buyers alike. So it was great to see. How about for you, Mr. Rose? Well, it's uh, Q, Q1 is always uh, always an interesting time just uh, for the, the nationwide furniture betting team because, I mean, like you said, we've got Vegas market, high point and, high, and, and, and prime time all rolled in basically in a four to five month, uh, four to five week stretch. And, um, you know, with, the, the, with, with COVID and everything that was going on, we actually were looking forward to, to, this, to this quarter because we were excited to see what was going to happen. You know, Vegas was, the foot traffic was down, but there was a lot of good buyers there. Uh, Primetime um, was strong as always. And then we rolled into High Point and, you know, Mike and Mike and the, and Chad and Johnny and I, we really didn't know what to expect. And as Mike alluded to, traffic was up, um, you know, compared to what it's been. Um, you know, the, just the energy was back and the manufacturers were real excited uh, just to see things almost get back to normal. And, um, you know, just I, I can probably speak for everyone on the team. You know, we're glad Q1 is winding down due to all the travel, uh, kind of get back to normal and start really starting to work with the manufacturers to drive, drive, drive the business. But, um, you know, all in all, uh, it was a good 90 days. A lot of a lot of great positive things came out of the, uh, the, the team and the furniture bed industry itself. Mike, you talked about it a little bit, you know, the, the difference in, in sort of what you see between the two markets, Las Vegas and, and High Point. Uh, how about the, the experience as a team? Because I know we've got a big showroom out there that, that's happening at Las Vegas. What's the what's the experience like for the team at High Point? Is there I mean, for those that don't know, is there a show point, a, a showroom at High Point or what what does Nationwide do? At, at High Point? Rob, that's a great question. So we actually, it's a little bit of a different focus for us. You, you hit the nail on the head, right? So at, at uh, Las Vegas, we have our own space, right? Where we can promote some of our vendor partners in that space and also promote our business services and marketing um, in a location. And that's home base for us at, at, at the furniture market. At High Point, we don't have a space. So it really allows us and our team to not only meet with our current vendor partners that we do business with and support our membership, um, but we also get to shop the market, right? And so our jobs, Jeff and I, what we try to look at is try to fill the gaps in our product portfolio. And that could potentially be either a category that we're not currently deep in and or strengthen some geographic support for our member support. So for us, High Point was a really productive meeting because not only did we get to meet with a lot of our current vendor partners and kind of review where Q1 has been going, but also what we're going to do with them the rest of the year we were able to sit with a lot of new vendors and start looking at where we can better support our members now with either new product or geographic strength in the, in the, um, in the United States. What are you guys to that point? You know, you get a chance to kind of walk around and, and explore some different opportunities and things like that. You know, what, what is it right now? Were there, were there trends that stood out to you walking around this show? This is to both of you. Um, you know, were there trends that you guys noticed walking around um, or, you know, areas that, that kind of struck a chord or, or made you raise your eyebrows a little bit? So I'll um, I'll take that, Mike. So um, probably the 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 leading category in the furniture on the furniture side of things is still upholstery. Um, you know, we've got stationary and motion upholstery, and um, this was a good good market for us to. You know, you've got your Southern Motions and Jackson Catnappers who are who are really well known within the industry. 
but there's a, there's some fairly new upholstery manufacturers out there that um, had interest in, in us and wanted us to come by. And we were very impressed. And, um, you know, starting uh, in May, on May 1st, we're, we've got some big announcements about some, some new uh, vendors that will be coming on, on the, on that upholstery side of things. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're, we don't want to announce that until May 1st, but um, you know, so, you know, may, um, upholstery, you know, it's, it's basically, uh, it's about 60% of uh, what consumers are buying in, in our stores right now for, uh, for our members. And so that, that's a strong number. And so that was a real big focus of ours is to try to strengthen our portfolio there. Uh, case goods is still strong, especially on the bedroom side of things. Um, and, you know, what was really good about this market, you know, if you take, if you look at, you know, where the industry has gone and where it's been uh, over the past three years, um, you know, it, it took off, but a lot of these markets are for new product introductions. And over the past markets, um, no, there's not, there has not been a lot of new, new product launches because either supply chain, raw materials, you know, all the, the litany of things that have been going on. Um, and so this was a really big introduction for new product, especially on the case good sides. You know, we saw a lot of new bedroom groups, a lot of, you know, the, the traditional, the, the contemporary, you know, things of that nature uh, were ready to go and, and got a great, great response. Uh, a lot of casual dining was launched at this show. A lot of looks I haven't seen in, uh, in a very long time that are making almost a, a, a rebirth, uh, as you could say, uh, back into the, uh, the furniture industry. So that was really, really good to see. So um, all in all, very, very positive. Yeah, and Rob, I'll elaborate a little bit. You know, High Point's used by a lot of manufacturers to introduce new product and see how it's received by retailers and buyers. And they may not go into production unless they get a good response, right, Rob? Yeah. Well, I, I can't tell you how many times we would walk and look at a collection and, and oh, this sold out on the first day. Oh, we're, we're already sold out of this product here. Um, you know, so there wasn't a lot of product that we ran into that wasn't snatched up and bought almost immediately. So for me, that tells me that, uh, not only is the consumer looking for specific looks and feels, um, but the manufacturers are meeting that demand, right, with product that is uh, meeting the eye of the buyer. So it was really exciting to see that we hadn't seen that at a high point in the last three shows. So this is the first time we've really seen that type of a comeback. And, again. and to that to that point about, you know, obviously because of, you know, the market conditions and supply chain it struggles and things like that, it, just the markets themselves have been a little bit different. Have you guys approached them any differently and sort of, you know, how you go looking at vendors and things like that because of, you know, everything that's come out of this pandemic and just how the market has changed? Yeah, Rob, that's a that's a great question and a, a good a good call out. So, you know, just like our our members and, and retailers out there, they've had to adapt over the years. And so our teams had to adapt. You know, how how do how do we shop the markets? How do we bring um, bring product and manufacturers to the dealers or our members? who either A, were afraid to go during COVID or um, didn't have the resources, didn't have the time. And so, you know, we launched um, in Las Vegas, Las Vegas Market Live. We brought our prime media film film crew in uh, for the past three shows. Uh, and we filmed over 20 uh, different manufacturers during each Las Vegas market on what's going on new, new product trends, just to bring the market to them. Uh, and then in, in High Point uh, for this show, you know, we did not do a High Point Market Live uh, because we, we knew things were, were shifting back. 
And um, we were able to bring our whole team in and really look at new vendors, new prospects, really go out and see all the vendors that were there that are in the NMG portfolio about what's going on new and, uh, and, and putting all that together into a nice recap that we'll be, um, we'll be sending out very shortly on, on MemberNet. So it's been a tale of two worlds throughout the time, but I think we've done a, uh, a pretty good job of bringing resources to our membership so they could see what's going on um, and then moving forward, getting back to kind of a normal, uh, normal market, um, you know, as of this past year we just had. Aside from, you know, obviously the, the product intros and things like that are kind of coming back and attendance as well. Um, you know, less from the F&B side, more from like being at an event side. We had this, obviously this experience at primetime and, you know, being able to reconnect and things like that. Um, you know, uh, kind of re-understanding the importance of face-to-face. Are you guys seeing that at market too? Like, is it when you meet someone there, sure, attendance might be down, but you know, the 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 impact of those meetings or the face-to-face interactions, are, are you kind of noticing that too as, as they sort of get back to what they were? Yeah, I, th- I, I absolutely believe that's happening, Rob. So I think, I think while we were effective, whether it's being a video platform, Zoom, Teams, whatever, you, whatever platform you may use, I think just sitting face-to-face with manufacturer partners, with retailers, with us, it's been a lot more productive. And case in point for, for this high point, again, we may come out of this with three to five brand new manufacturing partners that we can roll out to the membership. And, you know, I don't think we added five and six months or two shows last year at High Point, right? So I just think it's starting to get back to where the activity is becoming much more in person. And, um, you know, the translates, right? Uh, we, we support the independent retailer that's in brick and mortar. And we're, we're pushing for the consumer to come in and experience and have a great experience with our, our members. And that's face-to-face. So uh, I, it just translates into what we're trying to accomplish as a division and, and as a, um, a market. Yeah, Rob, I mean, just as as an industry as a whole, that's what we're about. You know, I mean, we're we're a unique, unique business, the furniture and bedding industry. And, um, you know, that's how Mike started. That's how I started. We were on the manufacturing side where we were road warriors. We got in our cars and we went to our we went to the independent channel door by door, sold product. And, you know, that. You know, that's been going on for the past 50, 60 years. And I think it's going to continue. You know, that independent dealer, that mom and pop store wants to be able to sit down and look at somebody, talk and talk with them about what's going on, you know, with that manufacturer. And, um, you know, it's it's unique, but it's 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 that's just it's been going well for a very long time. And we were glad to see that, um, you know, uh, the dealers were we're anxious to get in front of these manufacturers again um, to, to be able to talk about strategy and product and things of that. Well, kind of following up on that and beyond the sort of the market experience, obviously you guys are in touch with members every day and hearing from them. And um, we know some of the challenges that are still kind of continuing out the, the last, you know, carrying over from the last two years or so. What, what other things are out there? What are, what are dealers, what are our members dealing with right now that uh, you guys are, kind of working on or that that kind of comes to mind is front and center right now for the independent retailer in the F&B space? Uh, I think, uh, well, I'll take that one of them and I'll turn it over to Jeff, but I, supply chain continues to be a challenge, more specifically in the furniture side than the mattress production, Rob. Uh, actually, mattress production has almost gotten back to pre-pandemic lead times, 
which is great. The majority of those, especially our partners that we we deal with that support our members are mostly U.S. manufacturers. But on the furniture side, there's still a lot of um, uh, domestic as well as international. What we're starting to see now is a lot of the manufacturers, Rob, are starting to look at, at different sources or different uh, ways to get um, uh, product into the U.S., right? So one of our bigger partners, Elements, right, is now starting, starting to source things out of Mexico. And that's made a huge difference in their lead time. Whereas last year at this time in April high point, we may be talking to manufacturers where they were giving six to nine month lead times on product. Um, we heard a lot of now six to nine weeks uh, at high point this go around. So even though our members are still dealing with long supply chain uh, and lead time, specifically on the, furniture, on the furniture side, that is becoming much better. And I think a positive to that is, is the consumer has been somewhat set, their expectations have been set on how long they may have to wait for certain product. So now our retailers will be able to start talking to them in, in you know, weeks as opposed to months. And I think that's going to have a big impact for later this year. Oh yeah. When, whenever you can say the word weeks and not months and <laughs> over the past couple of years, it's, it's a good thing. But, uh, and then uh, another big topic, Rob, that, you know, we, Unfortunately, it's it's you know we're we're trying to connect the dots here to to help out is is just is personnel. I mean, it's just trying to find um, you know employees and and just and just workers out there, you know. And so you know we're as a as a division as a company just trying to trying to connect the membership because you know the East Coast might have different ideas than the West Coast, and um, you know we're just trying to connect the dots either prime time or through you know. Uh, member roundtables that that we do throughout each quarter, just to just share best practices on hiring on hiring practices and you know hourly wages and things of that nature. So if you're out there listening, please look for our next you know roundtables and webinars that that we're doing on that front because um, you know we get asked all the time you know what are you hearing what's you know what are some best practices that are out there. So, but um, you know I would probably say what you think, Mike. That's probably the, our the, the two biggest challenges. Right now, and, yep. absolutely, yeah, and, and certainly not not alone in, in a space. In that, I, you know, we can look at any of the other divisions. I'm sure members would say a lot of the same. We're just coming off a HTSN summit, and you know, talk about um, you know technology integrators and installers looking for talent and shortages there. So certainly not alone. So the more yeah. these guys can talk and share amongst the, each each other and themselves, uh, the better for sure. So awesome to hear about those initiatives. Um, you know, it could relate back to kind of what you were talking about a little bit ago, Jeff, uh, some of the opportunities that you saw or the trends you saw at High Point. Um, how about opportunities? Uh, you know, what what exists as we look to, unbelievably, the back half of 22 uh, right now, somehow um, it, it's gotten here. But what what are the things that you think a, a furniture and mattress retailer could look to, you know, over the back half of 22 to sort of boost their business a little bit if they need it? Yeah, I, um. I'll uh, I'll chime in on here, Mike, and then kick it kick it over to you. So I, you know, over the past twenty four months, you know, consumer demand has been super strong. You know, and you know, Mike and I and the team, we definitely feel that that demand is is still going to be out there through the back half of the year. Um, is it slowing down? Uh, yes, you know, you got inflation that just hit its all time high, um, o- over eight percent for the first time ever. Uh, so there's a lot of worrisome out there. So I think that. There's some some opportunities out there for our retailers on on different ways of advertising. You know, I think they're going to have to think about their business a little bit different. I think they're going to think about have to think about how how to advertise this year. Um, you know, especially in the back half. You know, for the past 
you know, 24 months, they really haven't had to do much um, of advertising. And so, you know, different things that, um, you know, our digital and web services teams are doing, uh, I think can be very beneficial, um, you know, take a look at, you know, through our ad rocket platforms and, you know, you know, consumer financing, you know, just different ways that, um, that consumers are shopping. Um, you know, I think we have a, a nice solution for that Amanda and Aaron and Danko and uh, that whole, that whole member service teams are, are doing a really good job with because, um, as you know, if you're listening membership, um, you are going to have to advertise uh, in the back half and you're going to have to think about it a little bit different. And so, um, you know, I think there's just some good opportunity there, Rob. Awesome. Mike, Mike do you want to add any opportunities you see? Yeah, I would say I, I think one of the opportunities is, is actually um, going back to the basics, right? And Jeff alluded to it. We're starting to see a little bit of a slowdown at retail traffic, but what hasn't changed, what businesses can focus on, which really hasn't changed in decades is traffic, close rate and average ticket, right? And so the traffic, which Jeff alluded to is, you know, what are you doing from a marketing perspective? Are you meeting the consumer where she is shopping and looking? And we've got the solutions for that. Um, on the average ticket and the close rate, if you're measuring those and, and specifically on the close rate, it only takes very small incremental improvements to have a big difference on top line revenues and profits for, for an independent retailer. And so the one thing I would say is, you know, don't forget about the basics of, of just driving your business and driving traffic, making sure your salespeople are trained on the product that you have on the floor and closing at the highest rate that they possibly can, but also adding those accessories and the line items per ticket, right? Because for example, on a mattress, you know, if you're not selling sheets and pillows, that consumer's walking out and unfortunately probably going to Bed Bath & Beyond to buy that. So you have those opportunities to add to that ticket right now. Um, and we're here to help support those. Awesome. Uh, well, I, I want to close with one question. I know Jeff's been privy to this before. It might be the first time I ask it to Mike Darrow, uh, but we'll, we'll have to see what, what you know, the, the response is. Uh, Jeff, I, I, you know, obviously you walk around, you see a lot of trends at these markets. Any closer to floating beds? Oh, we're really, we're really going there. Are we go. Uh, are we going uh, there? Uh, are we going there? So, Rob, that's funny you asked that. <laughs> exactly. Get them, Darrow. Get them, Darrow. Do Let's do so it. So, there's actually a product that I saw a few years ago that's reverse polarity uh, magnets, and so literally, <laughs> the mattress would float a few inches above a platform. That's and amazing. So, yes, yeah, so absolutely. Amazing. Rob, Rob, our first <laughs> podcast together six years ago, we mentioned floating beds. <laughs> And here we go. go. Every time, every time we had, there's been floating beds and you just didn't know about them to tell me that's all. So I, we could have nipped this in the bud. The technology is out there, Rob. (laughs) That's, that's incredible. Well, I I appreciate you, you both taking the time and uh, Mike, I want to make sure you catch your flight wherever you're heading. Uh, So I, I, you know, always appreciate you guys taking the time and and sharing some updates with us and uh, you know, we'll be together soon before we know it down there in Orlando and and hopefully a little bit earlier before then too. So uh, thank you both. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Rob. And again, a big thanks to Jeff and Mike, too, of course, for jumping in uh, there from the Atlanta uh, airport, uh, you know, the United Club, I think he said he was in. So, um, no, but a lot of fun chatting with those guys and, and talking about the trends. And, I, of course, interesting to learn that, that, you know, floating beds are a thing. So I guess I never have to ask that question again. But, no, I, I appreciate them taking their time and sharing their insights, uh, like I said. And 
Um, as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.